Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Hi guys, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we get some heart disease and blame it on somebody else. That is not what happened. He Cut didn't he didn't not blame her. You have to admit, like the producers probably said to him, Do you think it's because of your breakup that yet? And he didn't say, No, absolutely not. He was like, Well, maybe. Amy, there okay. is a difference between blaming the breakup and blaming Claire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling here. you, this guy is a secret monster get out of here i'm telling you i can't with you in this i don't know if he's evil like a monster i think he's very self-involved i think he's like very into himself i mean i can see that maybe i do not agree with you that he blamed claire for his heart condition Mm, he doesn't not blame her how did he say it's claire's fault no but if if i said to you is it patrick's fault do, do you blame Patrick that you're having heart flutters? You would say, no, of course not. But he goes, well, it may have accelerated it, but did it the, didn't cause it. Mm-hmm. Did, did you hear somebody say, did Claire no, cause but clearly heart they had to ask him the question because he said the sentence. I, yeah, he didn't. It's he even answered worse it. if production didn't ask him because then he's like, <laughs> did Claire cause the, bra- the heart attack? But he, that's Maybe. Not- that's not what he says. You guys, backdoor friends, mm-hmm. back me up here because that is not what he said. You're mm-hmm. putting words into his mouth and I'm not going to allow that. We allow freedom of speech here and that is not what he said at all. He, he didn't disavow it. You have to he, agree with that. He didn't say absolutely not. Amy. Claire has nothing to do with this. He, they're not even, he's not even talking about Claire. He's talking about the stress of the breakup. They're not the same. Get out of here. No. But he blames the breakup on her. So it's his way of doing it. No. Goodbye. We're done. He is over. He he claims (laughs) that he is into her. And so she, he claims that he's into her and would have wanted to, to pursue the marriage. So he clearly thinks she is the one who didn't. So therefore he blames the breakup on her. 
you're stretching now. Okay. Guys, we're here to talk about Married at First Sight, Season 17, Episode 12. Something's fishy, and you know what it is? It's that this show just keeps dragging on with filler. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> this week was tough. This week was tough. I I have some real hot takes about mm-hmm. Emily and Brennan. Yes. As I said to you earlier in the week, don't make me defend Brennan, but I'm probably going to a little bit. I know. And I hate him, but I'm I going to. Too. Why are you okay with defending Brennan, mm-hmm. but you're insisting that my cam mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is throwing shit all over Claire? When, when I have seen Claire be bad to Cam, I have defended Cam. I will defend based on what I'm seeing. But okay. I think Cameron, I think there's a side to Cameron that we don't know. I, I just, that's I what I think. I, yeah. I hear you loud and clear. But because I'm hearing what Claire is saying on After Party. And she's like, he's basically telling me, let me get it. Hold on. That my ass is so big that I can't. And he'll never. <laughs> so, like, how am I supposed to reconcile these two things? I know. But in hindsight, you're saying that you're taking it at what he's saying, what they're saying. But nowhere in this conversation does Cameron say Claire is responsible for my heart condition? Mm. Mm. He doesn't disavow it either. You're contradicting okay. yourself. Whatever. Okay. So we're going to start with. We might with, be breaking up at the, after the end of this podcast. We might be. But we, you know, someplace where I think we can come together. We love Chloe. I know. I have a real hot She's take great. on Chloe. She's great. All right. So I'm just going to throw it out there because okay. there's no need to wait. You know how much I love Gilmore Girls. Chloe reminds me of Lorelai Gilmore. Yes. Lauren Graham so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I fucking am here. I love it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Like my worlds have collided. Mm -hmm. She looks just like her. She's stunning. I love her. Not just Mm -hmm. because she's stunning, but I just mean she truly looks like Lorelai Gilmore. I loved her in Oh my God. She's the best. Mm -hmm. Parenthood Mm -hmm. Gilmore Girls. Everything. She's amazing. But- um, Braverman. I know. I want to be a Braverman. I do too. But I like Chloe. And what I really too. so refreshing about her is she's almost 40 and she knows who she is. Love it. And I'm like, I know this is going to crash and burn, but I'm here for the ride. And do you know what I love that she said? So when she's meeting with her friends and Dr. Pep, she says something like, what I wanted in a man in my 20s and what mm-hmm. I want now are two vastly different things. Yeah. Whatever she says. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. And 100%. this is what separates her from the rest of the people on the show. Yes. Because she knows yes. who she is. She knows what she wants. I and love think it. we could have a whole in. show of this if they did middle-aged maths like I want them to. Yes. And I even feel like we could have gotten some of that with Clint last season. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Gina, I think, was just a bad pick. But I do think we've had some potential. With- features. I know. I will never get over that. She was bad. Um, let's let's do this. Let's start with Cam and Claire since we're on that tirade. Okay. And uh, then we'll do some Michael and Chloe. Okay. So we see Dr. Pia is in a coffee shop. <laughs> on a do. fucking FaceTime call with Claire. Like, no why she violations had, here. Yeah. Why she had to go in public to do this, I don't understand, but she did. I don't know. I mean, why do people need to walk around the grocery store on FaceTime? You know who you are. Stop I doing know. it. Stop. Please mm-hmm. stop. 
So anyway, we see that Claire is very upset as she's talking to Dr. Pia. Um, she's talking about Cam's heart condition and just how she feels so terrible. Um, and I do feel like in some way, this was the first time for me anyway, maybe not the first time, but one of the few times that I feel like we actually saw some real shit from Claire. Okay. Where I feel like she wasn't just saying words or saying the therapy speak that she was taught to say. Like I truly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I truly believed her in this moment. Yeah, and I, I mean, she I, was crying. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm upset. just saying like previously there have been times where she said things and I'm just like, I can't tell if she's just saying it or if she means it and she, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she's telling, she tells Pia that she feels like it's her fault Um, and that she feels very sad for him. And Cam tells her, she tells Dr. Pia that Cameron tells her the best way to support him is to stop worrying so much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? So Pia talks to her a little bit about having a support system. She talks about her family and that she does. One of the things that she feels the most horrible about is that Cameron doesn't have the familial support here that she does. Yeah. And and that's true, and I can see that. But she's being mm-hmm. really sweet about it, um, and I appreciated that. Um, Pia mm-hmm. does offer or suggest to her that she offer her friends and her family to support Cameron, and I which thought I think is a good that idea. Kind of nice. I thought, okay, Pia mm-hmm. actually might have had a good idea this week, mm-hmm. so not so bad, Pia. But then later. We're joined again by Jacob Marley. He's back. <laughs> He's on the Jacob. stairs of his rickety yeah. house. Jacob Marley is in the stairs, and it's been a few weeks since he's joined us, so I'm a little mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about this procedure that he needs for his heart condition. <laughs> his heart. I'm not laughing at his heart condition because it no, does sound serious. Do you think yes. it's an AFib situation? Claire called it some kind of flutter. She was saying flutters, but that's not like a real maybe. Like the the um, what do they call it? It's like like, um, irregular heartbeat. Thank you. Like an irregular rhythm. That's what I was taking. Mm -hmm. I gathered, but I don't really know for sure. Yeah. Um, and he says to the camera, (laughs) maybe the stress of the separation brought it on. Not Claire. Mm He does mm-hmm. not say Claire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does but, not say who that wanted bitch. the separation. I think they both did. Let's from be the real. story that he has told us from the beginning, he's attracted to her. He thinks she's super smart. He has never met anyone like her. But you know, she's not into him. So she's the not. separation is her fault in well, his mind. Fine, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, <laughs> Cam is talking a little bit about his heart, and he's. Like you said, we think it's a, a regular heartbeat thing. He says that he hasn't met with the experts or talked to anyone mm-hmm. um, since this started because he's trying to keep his heart rate under control and he's having a hard time keeping it under 100 beats per minute. And I'm like, that would scare the shit out of me too. So mm-hmm. I'm, I do feel a little bit bad. Even mentioning Claire gets my heart rate up. Well, I mean, he's walking around with a big boner. What can I tell you? <laughs> so then we had to wear a heart rate monitor. And every time he was around Claire and he got excited, it would go <laughs> And it was like, boner, 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 boner. Like an alert went off. <laughs> God, I hate us. So then we see Claire at a bar talking to her friend Kobe. 
Mm-hmm. And she's explaining to her friend again that it just didn't feel right anymore. And this is all just the same shit we've heard over same and over shit, again. Same shit, different day. And I don't feel like we had any takeaway here that we didn't have from other weeks or conversations. Um, Claire says she's mourning, you know, what they could have been. But on the other other hand, sorry, Mm -hmm. she does say that the experts gave her everything that she asked for. She asked for somebody goofy, smart, outgoing, athletic, Mm -hmm, um, but mm -hmm. the compatibility part just isn't there. And her friend says, you know, maybe something can happen down the road. And Claire's like, yeah, maybe. Like, kind of leaving it open-ended, which I thought mm-hmm. was, okay, whatever. I think she's doing that for the camera. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, like, all I have. There was yeah. not a There's whole not lot. Much. There's, There's not, not much. much. Um, so for- I was thinking to myself, why are they, like, doing this Michael-Chloe thing? And then I realize Cameron and Claire are breaking up. Emily and Brennan are probably breaking up. Lauren and Orion are done. I will say, 35 minutes in, I took a note and said, thank God we haven't had to see that fuck face Orion this week. I know. I know. Um, I will say that we've been watching MAFs since season one. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like this. All of them breaking up. Me either. No, this is the first time it's happened. I'm telling you, it's because of the ages. Because uh, yeah. there's been a social shift. I mean, influencer culture and Big you know time. that that brand awareness is now baked into young people, and I'm not yep. blaming them. That's just oh. how the world is. Correct. And they just they need to aim higher here. Yeah, okay, let's do Michael. Mm. So the experts go back to work, and mm. guess what they do? They just pick the second it's choice. Some, yeah, like what? It's so wild to me. So I guess Dr. Viviana was on some interview podcast thing. I saw that. Somebody in our back referenced that. I haven't haven't listened yet, though. They reported that, and and I'm paraphrasing, this could be wrong, but something to the effect of producers narrow down the pool. Yeah. And then give the experts. And I have said this from day one. I have always felt like they pick... 25 interesting people, and then they try to make matches out of that. Yep. And that's the exact wrong exactly thing it. to do. You yep. need to pick Michael and then go through the thousands of women and pick the yeah. one that is right for Michael. I not agree. just out of a pool of 10. Right. And it makes it so much like less credible for me. Yes. Like, I can't take it seriously yes. now, I feel like, because yes. now it's yes. just it's just a pool like no that was the whole point is that they were supposed to have been picked for each other not just at random and like oh okay i don't know right i'm with you i don't like it so they go back to the batch they pick the second choice there's footage of them originally saying how much they love chloe for michael but they ended up going with that runaway bride because michael's so gucci and they need someone like what what i didn't get that at all did you did you no I mean, he thing? likes to dress wild. I get that. He does have a flair about him. I agree with that. But I do think there's a difference between dressing wild and dressing Gucci. Me too. Because I can kind of sometimes, like my husband, for example, dresses fucking weird sometimes. Completely not Gucci. He's just weird. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's called oh. style. Like, yeah. okay. Eh. 
They don't know. So they're picking Chloe. I wrote, she seems amazing. She's a minimalist. She rescues senior dogs. She's Um, my soulmate. She's in nonprofit after like a life of chasing a career. Yeah. We see her at dinner with their friends. Dr. Pep sneaks up on them and tells them, hey, guess what? We found you a match. And then Dr. Pepper has the balls to say, I'm an expert in married at first sight. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. When when you have a 70% fail rate, no, you're not. Mm -mm. I'm with you on that one. And I just am here to say, when this broke back prince broke down. Oh, God, I do it every time. Why do I do it? I don't know. I don't know either. Broke down (laughs) prince. When this shit goes south, I might marry Chloe. I like yeah, her that great. much. She's great. She's now, Lorelai Gilmore. She has all the animals. She does the she said, When she said her. everybody deserves a home and they can have one with me, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think of their decision not to tell her about what had happened? I don't like it. See, I didn't like it at first either, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm okay with it. Because I agree. she'll get in her head and she'll be yeah. like, there's something wrong with this guy. I agree with that. Yeah. But there's a part of me that feels like they're not really being honest with her. And that kind of sucks. I don't know that I like that. Yeah. Like, I agree that I I agree with you. Like, the reasoning why I can completely see they didn't want her to, like, go into it. Couldn't they do it in a way, though, where they didn't have to say what happened? Like, couldn't they just say, we had a match, it fell through? They don't have to say why. Maybe the first woman got a job offer in Australia and left the country. Right, exactly. Like we had a we had a match. It didn't work. Right. Like it fell through, and right. we're matching you with somebody else. And the truth is, we, the viewer, we don't know what happened either. So no, it's not know. like they're hiding. Like it's not like it's some big secret. We don't know. Like we don't know it either. Right, right. Well, I guess so, what I mean is, it is some big secret. It's not like they're. I don't know that the whole thing is just. I feel like it was handled kind of poorly. So Chloe says that she used to be a perfectionist and now she realized she spends so much time on the end result. She wants to enjoy the journey and she projected, she thinks in her past relationships, her perfectionist tendencies on other people. And that made them close up emotionally. Like she's so emotionally Mm -hmm. mature compared to Uh Emily. It's like worlds away. Her dog is named Theo. Oh, Theodore, Theodore, which is very cute. Very cute. She wants a romance like The Notebook, and I just wrote, oh, no. Uh, oh, I know. That lost me a little. No. no. Our friend Jake of Reality Gaze always says, life is not The Notebook, people. <laughs> and he's 100% right. I feel like I need to start listening to that podcast. They're great. They're great. I just so don't she's watch a- any of those shows. Sorry. I know. They do um, They do Love is Blind. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe I will listen when the new yeah. season comes out. Yep. I'm going to. So she's a little bit of a control freak, but she mm-hmm. says, you know, I want to feel safe enough to be able to to loosen that grip. And I I can feel that because yeah. that's me. Through I through. think I see a lot of myself in this girl, mm. in this woman. Okay. Do you not see that? Or am I just making it up because I like her? And I, I don't know her. enough about her to make I just that think like the things that she has said about like animals and wanting people to have a home. Like those are all things that like I say all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you and I are always, you're always like, oh no, like the kids want to have a sleepover. Like, oh, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, yeah, mm-hmm. bring them all. You know, like 
yeah. just different in that way. But I don't know. I'm I, somebody I just... who really values my alone time, and I hate a chaotic house. See, I know. I, I know go bananas do. when there's chaos in my house. And I think it's the way I grew up. Probably. My parents, like, my friends used to call my parent like, our house the library. Oh, yeah. See, and like, my house was the complete opposite. Mm-mm. We were, like, my house was the one that everybody congregated at. Yeah. We and I love that. You couldn't talk. And you it's, yeah, no. Mm-mm. It's still that way now, though. Like, yeah. even now, as my kids are 21, we're still, we always have My a kids are always here. It's just, they're quiet when they're here. I can't explain it. Yeah. I mean, my like, kids are quiet when they're, they're here, too. They're just in their rooms, like, chilling. But know. I think there's a difference between, I think you're confusing chaos with something else. Like, you can still have a house full of people and it not be chaotic. Correct. Correct. And as long as that happens, I'm fine with it. Everybody can be here all the time. Okay. But when, like, they were small and they would have, like, a bunch of people over, it was chaos. And I don't I do not do well with, like, loud noises. And yeah, I, I just, I don't like I that. I get it. Freaks it. me out. I understand. Okay. So, Chloe goes wedding dress shopping and she tries on this pink fluffy dress, which is fantastic. And I don't know why she puts it away. I hated it. Oh, I loved it. I thought she should have wore it 100%. I thought Michael would have appreciated it. I know. I thought that too. I thought it was great. I just and then don't, she passes on it and throws on a white dress. I just don't think it was the most flattering style on her. I loved the color. I don't mean yeah. the color. I just don't yeah. think it was a great dress. I loved it. So there we are. That's where we end with them. Like the mm. wedding's going to happen. And I'm like, how are we going to? We're already halfway done with the other couples. These girls didn't even get married yet. How is this timeline going to add up? I was thinking that too. Like, how does how do they shake out four weeks versus? Like, I I don't I don't even know what. Do you think they gave them an additional time? Here's what I think. I think they have no other footage. All they're going to have is Austin and Becca. I know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch that show. (laughs) Oh, I do. Speaking of, our favorite girl had a had a dinner with a stone face mom, scary mom, mm-hmm. resting bitch face mom. So how did that go this week? Tell us. All right, so that happens, that but happens. before that happens, we start again with these knuckleheads in bed, and I can't mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Austin in bed ever again. I can't do I it. I feel like we always see Austin in bed because I Austin know. looks like he's always in bed because he never shaves or puts on any decent I clothing. know. And oh, this he shows too. up to that photo shoot, which he didn't know what he was walking into. Like that, she was taking him, quote unquote, to her place of work. I know. And he wore a t shirt that, like, the collar was all wrung out. Like, and he was I'm all... no fashion person, but what mm-hmm. are you doing? No, he's gross. But he, all right, so when they open up at this scene and they're laying in bed, he yawns. And production thought it was a good idea to zoom in on his disgusting morning breath, mouth, and tongue. And I almost smashed my freaking television. Like, smashed it. I was so angry. I thought you were going to say zoomed in on all his silver cavities, but that's me. No, I was in Gen X or we got all the metal in our mouth. Yeah, no, I don't have any. I was lucky. Anyway, but so we do see later that Becca takes Austin to work with her and they're at this Mm -hmm. adorable um, photo shoot place studio. Mm -hmm. 
and she invites his friends and their babies to do a photo shoot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that was so sweet. Loved it. She's great. She's fucking great. Um, she's obviously very good with kids because watching her do her thing was really great. And mm-hmm. even Austin had like a huge ass Becca boner over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like boner, all- boner, boner. Yeah. The boner, alert was going boner. <laughs> boner, boner. So even her friends are like, Becca is sunshine in a bottle. And they call her a child whisperer. And that's all he needed to hear to be like, bing. Like he's yeah. in now. And I don't like, know because this could work one of two ways. I know. I'm, I I'm like. just being an ass. But yeah. Sometimes I feel like sometimes. If your parents love, if everybody in your life like is gushing over some a potential romantic partner, it could be a turnoff depending yeah. on the relationship you have with your family. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could be like, eh, I don't like that. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. Yeah. So later, they're back at their apartment and they decide that it's too soon to have real children, so they get some fish. Mm-hmm. And Austin does this high pitch. Come on up to the tap and eat your food. Weird voice mm-hmm, <laughs> to the fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he sounded like a 14-year-old, like, pubescent teenager. And I just thought that that was kind of did funny. Did you have a fish tank when uh, you were a teenager? Yes, of course. It was the fucking too. 80s and 90s. We, we mm-hmm. all did. Fish mm-hmm. tanks, hermit crabs. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Turtles. Of course we did. But I did notice in the scene with the fish children that it's the first time that Austin finally fucking shaved his neck. Mm, he shaved. Okay. I was really proud of him. I'm like, okay, maybe we're getting something where he had a little okay. boner earlier and he's like, I'm going to clean up a little bit. <laughs> maybe this thing works. Okay. Um. So then we see them. They're out to dinner with Scary Mom and Dad. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that Scary Mom wasn't all that scary this time. Scary Mom she- had... She's she didn't have resting bitch face on anymore. She was like no. one step above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dad was super great again, I thought. But I kind of liked great. him the first time. He's really mm-hmm. great. Um, Becca, of course. I mean, how can I even like her more than I possibly do? But she asks all the right questions. She knows exactly how to, to This is me. This like, mom. I know how to it have is dinner you. with parents. It I is can, totally you. I have never in my life worried about meeting somebody's parents because I just I know. know how to play that. I, I know, know how to play do. it. I know you're doing. Watching her, I can completely see you in that situation. Put me in front of like a hot guy, and I'm like, but let me meet his parents. I'll woo them over. Yeah, I know. (laughs) She's not lying, you guys. I've seen it happen. Um. Oh, but then Becca in this in this meeting starts talking about her mom, and we learn that her mom is super cool and like a historian. Yes, her mom's a historian. I'm here for that. Here for that. Yeah. For that. Um, but the dad, the mom's happy and the dad's, you know, she seems fine with it after mm-hmm. all. She scared us at the wedding, but she mm-hmm. seems to be coming around. And the dad says, you've been a very pleasant surprise for us. Mm-hmm. How sweet. Yeah, because they, they just, were like, when Austin dropped this on them, they're like, come on. Come on, dude. Really? Oh, you? You're going to do this? That mom but, was like, wow, pissed. You got a good, you got a good picker. Right. Because I think they know that he's a lazy, smelly fuck. And that mom knows that the only hope he has is somebody like Becca. She no, knows no, he's moms lazy. know. He's just like Amy. Because he, he could wash. be a hard worker. We don't know that. Know. But he's just like, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. Like, he's just not going to go the extra mile. He's got Janelle Brown energy. Yeah. 
asshole. He's not going to go the extra mile. He's like, meh. Yes, he's going to call his friend to come over and help him do something where he just kind of watches like me. When you call me over to move the bedroom furniture and you just stand there and watch me do it. it. I'm pretty good like that. So I don't know. They all agree that, you know, Becca and Austin both are best case scenarios. Yeah. And that's it, you guys. Can we talk about the spoiler? Yeah. Okay, guys, if you don't want to hear the spoiler, fast forward. Give us two to three minutes, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Maff's fan has a spoiler, and oh. she has corrected her original prediction that everybody says no on Decision Day, that they say yes on Decision Day, but they break up two weeks later, oh. and supposedly it's because um, he has, Austin had a serious girlfriend before coming on to this. She had broken up with him. Crazy. And they got back together. Isn't that nuts? Why had, did we hear nothing about this? And this is this goes back to what I'm constantly saying. These people are not ready to get married. No, they're, they're not. just not ready to get married. They're Take not. somebody like Chloe, who's mm-hmm. like 40, has been dating a while, has been in a few relationships. That's somebody who's ready. Yes. Not the not these people. How old is Austin? 31. Come on. That's not too bad. It's 10 years younger almost. Not 10 years younger than Becca. 10 years no, younger Chloe, than Chloe, I mean. Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like still at 30, 31, he doesn't have, he's not ready. Wait, how old is Michael? 38. Oh, so that's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's a decent match, I no, think. No, but I'm saying the difference. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the difference between Austin's maturity and Chloe's maturity. Oh. Somebody who's almost 40 and somebody who's 30. Way different. Way different. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we need. We need more people that up, upper age. Not that I, 40's old. I don't mean that, but upper age. If that's true, I'm going to be really fucking pissed off because – Oh, Be- our Becca doesn't deserve that. She doesn't fucking deserve it. She doesn't I agree. fucking deserve it. And I, I don't like it. And I'm also wondering, why has Maths never – I mean, they have maybe early on in early, early, early seasons. They have never taken like that one person that really got boned over mm-hmm. and, and like, gave them, them another shot. Yeah. They like, did that get one Clint time. On here. Oh, I would love that. You know I loved Clint. Mm-hmm. Let's get him on here. Come yeah. on. Or yeah. Mitch. My buddy Mitch. Yeah. He didn't get pulled oh. over though. Kirsten did. His girlfriend. Yes, she did. Yeah. Kristen. Oh, let's get her Kristen? back. Kristen. Yeah. Kristen. Yeah. Let's get her back. Who was yeah. the other? Um... Match her with Clint. Perfect. Done. How about like Mindy Scheiben is now with. Um... Oh, yeah. Who oh, she with? Name? Oh, God. Oh, I can picture him. Oh, you liked him. Dark hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. face. Pony nose. Oh, my God. He was married to Moy. Steve. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Remember that? I liked him a lot. I liked I him a lot. I did too. I did too. I loved yeah. him. Yeah. But I would like to see that poor, what was her name? Amber, who was married to that idiot mm. Matt. Oh my God. Oh my come God. on. That was bad. Yeah. That was Match bad. Match her up with, what's his name? Hank? Was that Hank from New Orleans? I don't remember. Am I getting this wrong? I just remember Hank was a dog. Henry. 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 Yes. Yes. Hank yes. was Hank was the dog. Gina's dog. Do you remember Henry's match, Christina? Yeah. Yes. Oh my yes. God. 
Amy, I feel like you and I could do a better job at matching I mean, this. This is ridiculous. All right, let's go to who? Who do we have left? Oh, oh, Emily and Brennan. Remily. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. Buckle in. I need to chug, chug my coffee. You're either going to agree with me here or you're going to hate my guts when we're done. Let me get my coffee. Buckle in. We get a confessional with Emily and she's like, Brennan left this morning without saying goodbye. Like, this is what I'm saying. These fools are 28 and they're, you, it's very obvious. Yeah. Oh, uh, 28, never been in a relationship. Let's let her get married. So dumb. So she says, uh, he's upset that I was acting crazy last night. Like, whatever that means. He is definitely putting up a wall and she's crying and she's like, this all could have been avoided if he stopped running. It's very sad. Mm. Now her friend Lily comes over and they have a salad and they're chatting. And Emily says things like, my friends are all like, why aren't you talking to Lily? And I'm like, everything changes from day to day. Like, what? what? I know. And I was like, is this, is Lily, <laughs> I was like, is Lily pink wig or green wig? I don't think she's either one. I don't think she's either. No. Mm-hmm. But she comes over. She's like, I heard Pinkwig said Brennan's a nightmare. What's going on? Greenwig doesn't remember enough to weigh in. Um, <laughs> Emily says, I know he's better than this. And I'm just tired of him not showing any effort. It's embarrassing. I deserve better. Like, she keeps saying this. I deserve better. It's embarrassing. This is her thing. But then she says, he didn't realize I was upset and everyone else was able to, to clock that. And I'm going to disagree with her a little bit here. Yeah, I disagree. Because when she got up and left the table, Brennan was not the only one going, "What? What's going on here?" Because uh-uh. Cam said it, mm-hmm. and so did Austin, mm-hmm. and I think even Becca. Like the girls, I think may have picked up on it, mm-hmm. but the guy, none of the guys picked up on it because they don't get code of "I'm exasperated and I'm running to the bathroom." They yeah. don't understand no. that. No. So then we get. Then she tells Lily that he wants to do a reset. Mm. And then we get prison cam footage. So the prison cam is still working. It's still wired up in those apartments. This is the only time we've seen it. How is that possible? The only time. So on the prison cam, Brennan says, I'm at my breaking point and uh, I'm still kind of there. He goes, I was at my breaking point last night and I'm still kind of there. And, uh, you know, I just think we should meet in the middle and take the pressure off of being married because I'm not comfortable with that anymore. Then Whatever, I wrote, dude. here's the time for my my theory. Okay, this is my me. theory. Okay. 
Hit me, hit me. I think they banged on the honeymoon. Oh, I think you're right. And the reason I think they banged is, first of all, we had another couple do this to us. They said they weren't banging and they really were. I forget who it was. It was another season. It was one of the ones we were literally just talking about, I feel like. I can't remember. I want to say it was Keith. It was Kristen and Mitch. No, No. it was somebody else. It was somebody else. So anyway, um, they she was all like no physical attention. Like she was talking about banging so much. Yeah, she and was. then that has completely stopped. So here's a thought. You think they banged. I think you could be right. Do you think that it was obvious from the beginning that he was not ready to do that? Right. At all. Right. Do you think she like forced it? And he was not having it. Like, do you think, I don't want to say she like, do you think she be drunk and threw herself yeah. at him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean like, Maybe. I don't think she like sexually assaulted him, but do you think that she just got icky drunk and maybe kind of tried to force something and it got uncomfortable for him and he went, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think that really would have thrown him like that. I'm telling we've you already... right now, he hates her. Oh, I know. He hates her. I don't really like her either. I don't like her either. She's annoying no, as fuck. She's annoying. I think he's a monster too. Two things oh. could be true. Oh, 100%. I hate them both. I want them off my screen. Same. Same, same. So Lily advises her to step back and look at how she can be better in the relationship and use this as a growing opportunity. Hmm. So now little little tiny Pepper sits down with both of them, Emily. <laughs> and she's like... What I'm hearing from production is you two absolutely loathe one another is basically Mm -hmm. what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Brennan says, this is more word salad. Here we go. We tried to the best of our abilities what we thought was in our capabilities. Okay, dude. Calm down. Calm down. And now we're enjoying this reset. And Pepper's like, what does a reset look like to you? Because she makes the point like she's she wants to make sure they're not just like going all the way back to being strangers. Right. But they are. Mm-hmm. She asks Emily if she's in agreement. Emily's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, fun girl agrees with everything. Pepper has them say what they like about each other. And Brennan says, Emily is caring. Um, 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 um. Mm-hmm. Awesome to hang a- out with. And we have a lot of fun together. And I appreciate her for all those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you got drunk with her a few times on the honeymoon. It was fun. Yeah. This was like, he can't form a thought, though. Come on. He He's, is emotionally withdrawn, a hundred percent. I don't, I don't think he has the capabilities. No, I don't either. I don't. Either. Should have been picked up when he was talking to a team of therapists in the uh, the selection round. I agree. It's so bad, and that's the thing. I don't think this is just something that he's struggling with with Emily. No, I don't think either. he has the capability to do this in life at all. I think he has the capability to fool people. Oh, but, right. But yeah. he can't fool, like, he's, he's, like, this is deeper than that. Yeah, it is. So Emily rattles off that he is caring, loyal, smart, trustworthy. Okay, calm down, perfect student. Really? Oh, Do you on. really think he's loyal and caring? He treats you like shit. I know. So Pepper says, I like Emily's list better than Brennan's. And Emily goes, well, that's usually how this goes. I mm-hmm. use more words. Mm-hmm. And he rolls his eyes. This is where I'm starting to see his point of view. I think she makes constant digs. 
She does. I think she does too. Mm-hmm. How about even so? Okay, go ahead. We'll we'll get there. Then they claim to have a strong emotional connection because they share the same values and religion. Why? Because you you both um, are republicans clearly and you both are religious people like i don't know or or democrats i don't know what they are but they both clearly agree on their on their political stance Mm. and their religious stance Mm. that doesn't make you compatible no you know how many people out there have the same political beliefs as me and i hate them exactly and they hate me (laughs) which is why (laughs) i know but which is why the same thing is true for austin and becca and this fucking religion thing. It doesn't matter. Like, I, this is so like, we've talked, not to go back to them, but we've talked in like previous weeks about how, you know, why were they matched if they're so different? But it's like, I don't know. Does it really matter? Because you can have the same views and not match anyway. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I know. think it's a lot harder when you're trying to, when you start from, like, there's yeah. nuance, right? Like, yeah. I can say I am a center leaning blah 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 and I don't I don't deal well with people who are on the outskirts or whatever something like that. Yeah. Or I can be for example like a pro choice republican yeah. and I don't get along with somebody who's like a pro life republican. Whatever. Right. That that's nuance that I think can be overcome. Yeah. You're right. But when you're like I'm super christian and I think you're rotting in hell. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, I don't know. I'll never get know. past that. But to your point, yes, there are people who are on the same side and still disagree. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. So Pepper gives them a fishbowl exercise. And back at the apartment, he's all like, because he knows he's on camera. Mm-hmm. How do you think tonight went? Oh, I think it went great. She was really sweet and she was reflective. And I liked her tasks. Like he's so performative. He's Fucking so performative. Up. He really is. Oh, I hate it. And he even, oh, how about when they're, oh. I think I'm getting ahead of myself. The hot tub? Yes. So they go the hot tub. And they're going back and forth on the fishbowl. And it seems innocent enough. Although if you have, what's the condition when you can't stand sounds? Oh, what is that? Misophonia. Misophonia. Mm -hmm. If you have that, this seems really hard. Mm Because it was hard for me with all the water sounds. Mm. Okay. So, um... She asks him about boundaries, and he essentially says he doesn't want to hang out with her. Because <laughs> she's like, what do boundaries mean to you? And he's like, well, it means, you know, giving space and that we don't have to hang out all the time. He fucking hates her. He hates her. The next question is, what is something you've had to forgive? And Emily basically says that her dad pushed her onto sports teams that she didn't like. And mm-hmm. whatever. Sounds like dad was pretty pushy. Brennan's like, yeah, my parents suck too. Like, I've had some real issues with my parents. Mm. Name one thing you've given up for difficult reasons. Now, Brennan says, I've given up my relationship with my sister. And he oh. says, you know, it's it's sad and I'm sad about it. But it was just hard and I couldn't do it anymore. And I'm just focused on my happiness now. I need to know more about this. Okay. So here's what I want to say about this. He, this was a lot for him. Yeah, it was. I agree. I agree with you on this. And and I come from a place, guys, of, and Stephanie, you know this about me. I am married to someone who is not able to express themselves emotionally easily. Right. So I, I understand. I'm coming from a place of like, I understand this was a lot for him. Mm-hmm. 
And he literally says to her, can I just have a minute? First of all, she doesn't respond to this at all. Him that we see on the on edit. We don't know if they cut something. Mm-hmm. But she says nothing. He says, can I just have a minute? And she goes right over him and just keeps asking questions like, oh, oh well, what do you what do you like to wear to the Oscar? Like she just uh, doesn't. And he she doesn't even acknowledge it. No. And he literally says under his breath, like, OK, I guess we're going forward. Like, yeah, I know. She railroads him. Railroads? Is that the right she word? Does, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. And I mean, you can't listen, fucking Emily. You can't sit here week after week and bitch and bitch and bitch that this guy isn't opening up to you and isn't sharing things with you. And then he shares something that's kind of, I thought, really important. Like, I would want to know more about that. And you don't even say, oh, I'm sorry to hear about that or tell me more about that or, Mm -mm. wow, how old is she? Does she, like, I don't know. Ask something. Nothing. I don't know. There's nothing. Nothing because it's all about her. Her. I know. This is all about her. She doesn't care that this marriage isn't working. She cares that she's being embarrassed. I deserve more. He's not giving me what I need. Like, it's all about her. And I hate him too. I'm not giving him a pass. No, I don't. I don't. But in this very specific incident incident i feel like we saw what the problem is between these two i agree i mean so you know what she comes up with next i wish i didn't give up on my dream to be britney spears or a news reporter and i just wanted to be on tv and he is like what 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 yeah like she she, can't go deep she she can't go deep and he might be able to go deep his now, whatever you consider deep is subjective, right? So, like him being deep is just saying I don't talk to my sister anymore. Right but for him, but, that was deep and serious, right? But I do think with somebody with a so slightly more emotional maturity might have been able to pull more out of him from that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Like, hundred percent. And I think that he needed that. And I think he realized he needed that in this moment. Because like you said, when he says under his breath, like she. When I have moments when Timmy is vulnerable and gives me information like that, I know exactly how to tread and how to, how to coax him into sharing a little bit more. Right. She did the exact wrong thing. Right. Well, and to her. You know, not to discredit the fact that she doesn't really know him, like you know. Tim. Right, I've like, been married to Timmy yeah. for eighteen I mean, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different, you know. Yeah. But she doesn't even. But you like, could she's say not something. Even trying. You could say something. That's exactly. You could say, oh my god, that sucks. I'm sorry, or whatever. Like, I, I feel like she would expect him to say something to her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, are you mm-hmm. kidding? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I just so ugh. bad. I know. I hate it. So Brennan picks a few questions but you can tell that he's irritated and he's mm-hmm. actually like labored breathing he's like <sighs> yeah i am taking his side here on this but we still hate him oh yeah it's still mm-hmm. i hate both of them i'm not i just want lie. everyone to be clear we are not yes. friendly apologists no but in no. this moment with what is being laid out before us he is not in the wrong here Mm-mm. nope so now we get some wild editing Again, maths do better. I have this video clip. I'll share it in the group. Okay. Where she says, why is this so hard? And he Mm. says, I can rattle stuff. Or he goes, maybe you can rattle stuff off. But for me, I'm really putting a lot of thought into these questions. Okay. 
Okay. Then we get a shot of him from the back, an audio that doesn't seem to match the environment. I know. Of him saying, you know, on camera, I don't think it does anyone even, anyone any good. So I don't even want the good to show. First of all, what? I don't what? even know what that means. Mm-mm. Second no, of all, I caught he that clearly too. didn't say that. He clearly did not say that. No, I don't think he did either. Now, obviously it was his voice, so he has said it at some point. But in what context? We have no idea. But he didn't say that here. No. Mm-mm. Then they come back. They pan the camera back around, and his voice is completely different. Mm-hmm. And the question is, what worries you? They both worry the reset won't work. Then he's starting to lose consciousness. <laughs> And he's like, have you ever done push-ups in a sauna? Like, you're not supposed to because when you're exerting energy, it's dangerous. And he kind of says, I feel like I'm going to faint. And she says, you've been in here for two hours at a time before. You're fine. Then she doesn't read the room at all and keeps asking the fishbowl questions. This is where I see him. Because I have been that person in a hot tub where you're like, I'm going to fucking pass out if I don't get some cold air into my lungs soon. I completely understand what happens here. And there was no reason that she couldn't just be like, okay, let's get out and move over here or whatever. But she had to act like a fucking asshole and start throwing the the really immature digs like you would do to your sibling or like you would be razzing her. Friend. This is where her lack of a relationship experience comes in because anyone who's ever been in a relationship understands when someone else uh, is super heated, not, not, no pun intended, <laughs> super heated and heated. Um, now's not the time to ask questions about your relationship. No. Mm-mm. Exercise is over. Read the room. I mean, and the guy is asking, he's asking to, to move to another space because he's hot. Like you can, for me, because I know that, like I, felt that before like you can see it in him well and, and I, even if you can't like the guy's clearly just fucking uncomfortable like enough now and the I way think, she acts though amy here with the fucking the and the way she talks and like mocking him is i'm not cool with this i think part of it too is that he's angry and you know how when you're angry you're hotter yes yes I think he's boiling simmering in rage literally yes literally and she's like, oh, poor baby. And then he tells the camera, like, she's off. not being supporting or caring or nice. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. In the apartment, she's like, why are you so dramatic? And he's oh like, I'm God. just tired yeah. from the exertion of, you know, being a human with emotions. Because that's <laughs> with you. <laughs> the bottom line. And Emily tells the camera, while I still appreciate and know this was hard from him. And I just want to take a moment here. And I want to speak to everyone listening. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. We know that therapy speak has become sort of a problem in our culture where everyone says it. You can't always say, I still appreciate where you're coming from, and then completely dismantle the person on the mm-hmm. other side. Like that front part of that phrase does not give you permission to then, like, you know what I'm saying? People do I this totally all the time. And Emily does it all the time. Yep. 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 Like, I'm going to validate you, but then I'm going to take it away. Yes. You can't do that. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Completely, 100%. Mm -hmm. And people think they can do it by saying, you know, well, I appreciate this was hard for you, but you're a fucking baby. Like, you can't do that. Stop it. That first part doesn't give you permission. No. But she does it again and says, you know, I still appreciate that this was hard for him, but like, you know, we're doing this. 
then they fight about having each other's back and i'm like i'm done with these fools uh-huh, i'm done I know. it's it's bad now we have a next time on <sighs> chloe still planning the wedding still moving at a snail's pace here with this yeah, I know. emily and brennan are playing soccer and she pretty much dominates now we know that her dad pushed her so hard into sports and being competitive it kind mm-hmm. of it makes a little sense why she's kind of that way a little bit claire yeah. tells the girls about cam's hot flutters can you do it his hot flutters say <laughs> <laughs> say i'm having a little bit of trouble with my ticker i'm having a little bit of trouble with my ticker <laughs> My heart rate is just over 100 beats per minute and I'm not talking to anybody because I've got to get my heart rate down. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as Amy said, it's all Claire's fault that my heart is now broken, literally. Leave it to Cam to literally get his heart broken. Okay. Um, We see Cam going in for his operation. Uh, Becca tells Pia she's never been in a relationship like this where she doesn't feel desired and she does not feel desired. Mm. Then Pia, Pia's doing all the work. Can we just discuss this for a minute? I know you hate her, but she's literally the only one who's out there trying to fix shit. <laughs> I don't hate, oh God, I don't hate Pia. I just don't think she's that good. Yeah. yeah. Like I need Viviana back. Yeah. I need a caster pal. <laughs> caster pal, where are you? Where are you? He's at the app launch party. Yes. So Pia, Here, take asks, <laughs> Pia asks Brennan, Brennan, do you trust Emily? And the answer to that is going to be no. 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 Does Do any of us trust Emily? Because I don't trust Emily and, and I'm not married to her. Is no. 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 So that's it. I mean, just slogging along here. Slogging along, slogging yeah. along. I mean, I'm still still watching, still hanging in. Me too, and I will still hang in till the end. But I mean, I really need more prison cam. Yeah, I just do. We need yeah. more nitty gritty. What's happening in the day to day? There is literally cameras wired up in these apartments. Show us what's happening. I don't know that there are though. There are. Don't we you- saw them. Oh, I don't know. We saw one in their kitchen. That's mm. the only one we've seen. Yeah, they're not going to put one in the bedroom, dude. <laughs> well, then they need to show us more kitchen shit because yeah, we're we getting, need more kitchen not, shit. More kitchen shit. We're just not getting enough. We're not getting enough. We're not getting enough. But so, I guess when like you lose all your couples, there what is there? But again, then they need to be inside these other homes more. Come on. Yeah, and like did Claire move out of the apartment? Because if I would, I, I would just stay there, I'd be like, make me leave. I don't, yeah. I don't know what you can do. I was, I was thinking that. Like, do they get forced out? Like, what know. happens? I, I don't know, know either. I don't know. It's interesting. Weird. I mean, we know Cameron Jacob Marley went back to the the basement spider apartment. Yeah, he's, he's back, back in, in uh, spiders. He's <gasps> back in nineteenth century London. I just figured out what happened to his heart. He was bit by a spider. He was bit by a fucking spider. He was bit by a spider. Could you see? Peter Parker. Could you see him? As like a Spider-Man, like jumping on walls. Aunt May. Oh, what was ghostly. the name? What was the name? I don't remember. He got, he's the one who got murdered and that was, no. that caused the whole thing. And it, Aunt May was the May. I need to look it up. Aunt May was the May? Aunt May was the aunt. 
I, I really, my husband, Patrick, would be so upset with me that I don't know the Uncle answer. Ben, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. I should know this. Like I know the this rice. Shit. Like the rice. Like the Uncle rice. Ben's. By the way, we're watching Picard now. Now we're on to Picard. Oh. So good. So I'm it's loving this. this Star Trek universe. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. It's on every day here. I have to block it out. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Steph, thanks for talking to me about this shit show. We'll be back here next week. Actually, you and I will be back together for Prison Brides. Can't wait. Drop in Friday, guys. Listen, listen, listen. And if you want 90 Day Single Life, we are covering that. Amanda and I are covering that on Little Miss Recap Extra, which you Mm -hmm. can subscribe through Patreon, Supercast, or Apple subscriptions. So jump on there. Jump on there. Yep. Leave us a five-star review. Oh, please do. Do it in Cam's voice, please. Backdoor friends, if you're listening, give Amy some love. Five-star reviews only. Keep your bad comments to yourself. Slide them into her DMs if you need to. We have 850 backdoor friends. If all of them left a positive review. That's true. You Mm -hmm. guys. Mm -hmm. That should be the assignment. That's a good point. That's a good assignment. That is a good assignment. Look, I understand. Not everybody can afford to pay for the paid service or whatever. I get that. No, you that's why support the B team us? is here. <laughs> right. You want to support us? Then you just jump on and give us a review. You can yeah. do it on Spotify now or you can do it on Apple. Or you can go to littlemisrecap.com and leave a review on our website. Really? Even I didn't know that. You can even leave us a voicemail. Did you know that? <gasps> mm-hmm. What? You can leave us a voicemail through our website. So... You know. I think I didn't know that, but I forgot. Let's get a good one. We'll play it on the air. Ugh, I wonder why Kathy hasn't called in. I know. I know. I'm going to send her that number. Yeah, please Maybe do. she doesn't know. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Love your Bye. bones. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free warbyparker.com slash covered.